Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChumbaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello. Welcome back to the Villa View. It's time for a match preview for Villa's game against Fulham at Villa Park on Sunday afternoon. Afternoon, 4.30 p.m. kickoff. Trying to see how much information I can fit in to my opening sentence. This show, as ever, is sponsored by Luke Roper. If you use the code TVV20, you'll get 20% off almost everything at Luke1977.com. And I will say, there's a big 80% off warehouse sale already going on at the moment. So you can knock a 20% discount if you stick that code in on top of that. And you'll save yourself a huge amount of money on some of their clothes. So go on the website and check it out. Looking cool, a bit like he's in the, the business there, Chris Dolan, in, in his loot truck. I mean, it'll be, it'll be 100% off then, no? Well, you know what? I thought that it's earlier, it. but then no, it's 20% off the 80% price. So it, does, it doesn't work like that. It's not for a, uh, that's not, not how it works. I mean, that would be an incredible discount code, but I don't think yeah. we'd make any commission on that. So it wouldn't be that great. They'd be, they'd be giving it away, literally. Yeah. I mean, sometimes they do literally give away some of their surplus stock. So, yeah, go and have a look at that and check it out. But we aren't here to talk about clothes. We are here to talk about Aston Villa playing Fulham on Sunday. And the big news, Dolan, is that Jack is back, we hope now, because if he's not, we're going to look very stupid. But it looks like he's going to be back on Sunday. He's been in all the training videos, all the training pictures all week. And I'm sure the Villa social media team would not have done that unless he was going to play, mate. Mm, I I thought they would have still kept it uh, under under wraps until just in until case. Uh, you know an hour before an hour before kickoff just to, just to freak out the opposition. But no, it's great to see him back, and it just gives everyone a lift. Um, just gives the fans a lift, and you know, um, let's hope we can finish the season off strongly because it's been um, it's been a pretty it's been a pretty tough watch the, over the last four weeks, and just to have someone of his quality come back into the squad, and everyone just raises their game and. Uh, you know, it just shows you how important one piece of the jigsaw is. You know, um, you we're just not a, we're just not the finished article if if he's not there. And um, and I think uh, yeah, when you uh, when you when you add him back in the mix, uh, all of a sudden we look we look like that top like that top eight team that we all thought we would be. Um, so listen, ten games to go. Let's hope we can find some kind of form that we had 
this time two years ago. Um, but yeah, it's, it's just great to have him back. And uh, I think that uh, on top of that, I think you look at McGinn this week, he's been banging them in for fun and Watkins has obviously scored for England on his debut. Um, you know, I think I think the international break could have done our could have done some of our lads the word of good. Um, so looking forward to Sunday. Yeah, I mean Watkins has obviously bagged the goal and then had pretty much a, a week off, hasn't he? So he'll come back buzzing that he scored, but also he'll be fresh because he's played every minute for Villa so far this season. So he needs as much rest as possible. And, and like you say, I think you take anyone else out the Villa side, and I think like for example, if Martinez comes out, Mings comes out, there's a, there's a there'll be a little drop in the player that comes in. You take Jack out and he is literally irreplaceable. That There's nobody else you can put in that can do anything like he can do at the whole football club. So you're always going to going to struggle when when he's not there. But it has been a bit disappointing, hasn't it, that since he's not mm. been there, nobody really stepped up. And you'd have thought a few of the, the bigger players may have stepped up for us. Yeah, I, mean, I thought Smith's comments after the Spurs game were quite sort of damning in the only way Smith can be damning. You know, he's, he, he seems like quite a nice guy. But I think he said even the players are waiting for Jack to come back. Um, and part of me he, thinks he did fail like that, didn't he? Yeah, and part of me thinks I was I was I was pleased for him to hear. It. I was pleased for him to say it because you know he's not stupid. Where you know the fans aren't stupid, and like I think the the people at the top certainly aren't stupid. And uh, there's but there's part of me that that you know obviously everyone can see what's happening. But there's part of me that maybe thinks in a way not having Jack there for the last month maybe in the long run could be. Could benefit us because we have to spend in the summer. We have to go big. We we have to improve that top half pitch. You know we cannot go another season and rely. It's be the it's essentially the third season in a row where we're, we're relying on one person, on one player. And I think you know eventually that's going to catch up on him. Um, I mean he seems to obviously take it in the stride. He seems to just love it. So maybe maybe it suits him. Um, but I just think you know as a club and as a, as, as as owners. They'll be looking at that and saying, you know, we're we're far from the fittest, the, far from the finished article, and it's something I was sort of banging on about all season. Really, even when we were winning, it was always that case of, well, what if we lose a player? What you know, what if we lose even Watkins? What if we lose Jack? Um, you know, there's no one really that can come in off the bench, so there's nobody really in the squad that can that can replace him. And we thought Barkley would kind of be that missing that that sort of second bit of real. Real quality that we uh, that, that that we missed, but unfortunately, since his injury and he, since he's come back, he's just he's just a different, completely different player, and so he's not stepped up. He hasn't really played, and yeah, it's just as you say, it's just, it's been very very disappointing, and and uh, uh, yeah, I think I think it's time that we uh, that we that, that that the player put a put a put a shift in, and we just need three points on Sunday. Yeah, I think you raise a good point there. I think in the long term, I think now going into the summer, I think alarm bells will have been raised at the hierarchy and perhaps maybe yeah, positions they definitely. didn't think they needed to splash out. I think they, they probably will now. I think everyone at the club will now know we need to get some more quality in those front three positions and, and someone for competition for, for Watkins as well because yeah. he, he can't do it on his own in terms of being a striker. But the other thing you've said there is Jack says himself, pressure's a privilege. Yeah, doesn't it does, bother yeah. him, doesn't bother him one bit. He loves being the talisman. But I'm sure he'd like it as well as there was a few of the better players around him because if Villa were to keep this world-class talent over the next few years, I think I think he's here next season regardless. But if we're to keep him happy, we're going to need to be a better footballing side because that, I mean, he needs Champions League football for someone of his ability to be fair. But at least by the end of next season, you'd want Villa to be having Europa League football to tempt him to stay with because the, the kids should be playing on, on the biggest stages possible. And 
Villa are going to have to do something over the next few years big to get there. But they might do because, mm. you know, the owners have shown that they, they won't mess around and they well, want to keep Jack happy themselves. They want to build it around him. I said it at the start of the season when he signed the contract. I said I'd love to have known what, what, what conversation uh, Suarez and Edens and Perzo and Smith had with him. Because, you know, there's no way we, we were going to keep him after after last season's horror show. And, um, you know, he, he, he would have had offers. And not that we need to sell him, but, you know, we sort of want to set him free a little bit because there's times where you just think, well, he, he's, he's just too good for us. He's too good for us. So I'd love to have known what, what, what the owner said to him um, because there's no way that uh, they would have said we're going to get top four next season. So sign a five-year deal, please. They would have said what I would imagine would have been, listen, this is going to be season on season. Um, yeah. I still think we've, we've had a little bit of a, of an FFP hanging over our heads, but I mean, we've, um, you know, we've, we spoke to people within, within the club and, um, you know, all we hear from, 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 from the staff at that football club is how incredible, how incredible those owners are. And, and, you, you know, what, what incredibly run the club is from top to bottom. And this is um, and this is a long-term project, and I think that I think that next I think this summer we're going to go big. I think we're going to yeah. get at least five or six. Um, I think you know you look at players that maybe you're going to be moving on. Um, I don't think we'll, we'll we'll recoup any any money really for any for anyone, but I think we'll see players move on. I think obviously Taylor will move on, Hurahan will move on, um, uh, maybe who else is in that squad? Yeah, that, that maybe. Um, we'll go. I mean, we're not going to make any money on these players, really. Her, her, a couple, of, couple of million. Um, you know, uh, Taylor's got a contract. Elmo's got a contract. Angles probably might go. So yeah, yep. maybe you get five or six million quid for him. So we're not going to be selling players to to make money. We're going to be selling players to move them on um, and improve the squad. And I think, uh, you know, I think as a as a as a unit, as a defensive unit, we we are in a brilliant position. I mean, really, for me, that to, to get that defensive solidity right this season is massive uh, and we've got that right we've got the sort of you know the 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 the, the foundations now um to to to, to bring in those flare players the, the, those attacking players the thing is if you've got a back four and, and a keeper like that you can afford to have a, a front three or four that you know are are unpredictable that play off the cuff um that drift drift you know from 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 um position to position and uh, and and almost are like that sort of maverick player in, in Jack Grealish, you know, they're just so unpredictable and just just world class on their day. So I'm really excited for the summer. I'm really excited for the summer. I just want to I, I want to cement that top ten place. I think a top ten place would be would be would be amazing from where we came from last season. I think the stats overall as a as a as a as a as a football club and um, over the season have been incredible. Our, our defensive record has been amazing. Our clean sheet record has been amazing. Um, and you know, there's been some unforgettable performances this season, but I'm really looking forward to next season, and I'm, I'm really looking forward to, to, to what kind of players we attract because I think these owners are these owners are going to go big, and they uh, they mean business, and the club is in a really, really, really healthy position. Um, I know I know we've had some bad results over the last three or four weeks. I know the the mood's a little bit a little bit sort of low amongst the fan base, myself included, because you know. We want to see our team win games of football, but I think overall we're just in a in a really, really, really strong position. Um, I've said it again. You know, it could be worse. We could be 
you know, a Newcastle fan, and we've been there. We know what it's like to have an owner that that's not interested, an owner that that, that hasn't got the interests of the club and the fans at heart, and that's certainly not us. I think we're in a great position to kick on and have an even better season next year. Yeah, all the sound bites coming out of the club that, that I hear are positive in, in every area, really. Everyone talks about what a great place it is to be. I'm, I'm talking about people behind the scenes as well, not even just players, the management and, and people like that. Everyone talks about what a happy place it is. It's in the best shape it's ever been in. I think you've, you've raised something something good there. You say about you get the defence right first. That's a great platform. Yeah. I think that's what we've done this season. I think we've given ourselves a platform. You also said about the conversation the owners would have had with Jack. There isn't a chance... In the, in the summer when he signed that deal, they're saying to him, yeah, we're going for Europe this season. They'll have said, we're going to solidify, try and push ourselves into the top half and go for Europe the season after, make some improvements and, and see what happens. And essentially, I think the season's been better than we ever could have imagined, but we, we've set out yeah. what we would have said to Jack. So again, yeah. I think that's a, that's a positive thing. Let's go on now to talk about Fulham a just, little bit. I, I, just quickly, just on that. that. So I know just I just think if I'm an owner, if I'm Purs or Dean Smith or 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 you know or one of the owners, I would sit Jack down in the summer and say, what do you want? Who do you want us to bring in? You know, tell me tell me the kind of player you want at our football club, and we will and we will go and get him. That's how important Jack Rudis is to this football hey, club. That, that you know, stuff happens. That guy has a, a heavy course. say in what happens. Heavy he has say. A, a big say in what goes on, and, and quite rightly so. Quite rightly so. The guys the guys dragged us through the mud. Um, you know, in terms of what we have been down and out, and he's just pulled us. He's pulled us. You know, he's pulled us out of out of out of sticky situations. And you know, look 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 where we are now, and look where we look where we've been without him in the last. Even in the championship, we were we were bang average. Um, and then this and this season, when he's been injured, we've 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 missed him massively. So, if I'm an owner of the, of, of the club, I sit him down and say, Jack, what do you want? Give me a list of five or six players that you'd like us to try and get in. If we can't get these players in, we'll get players very, very similar. Um, I honestly think Tommy. I, th- I honestly think we'll see Tommy back next summer. Uh, this summer, I do. I think it's just the right time. I think with what's going on in Chelsea with Tuchel, I think they're going to go big and try and get in people like Haaland. I think he's going to tap up with tap up his kind of European contact uh, contacts. I think we'll, we'll probably see a, Ch- a Chelsea uh, set up very much. The, the way it was under uh, Abramovich just at the start when he came in, I think they'll still spend big, and I think they'll probably. Well, we saw that last summer, kind of, didn't we? Well, I say kind of, they spent a fortune. They did, and uh, you know, and um, you know, I think now the 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 English the English core of that team might um, you know, might start to sort of dwindle, and and if we can get Tammy back at Villa Park, oh, it'd be incredible. You know, you got Tammy Watkins, you know, where's he's coming back to fitness. It's great to see him back. Amazing for him to come back. Um, yeah. I, th- I still think we need uh, another number 10. We need um, two wingers and we need uh, cover at left back. I'd love to get in your man Nico Henry at Brentford and we need cover at right back and another centre back. That's, about <laughs> that's, back. that's the whole for the whole, every position on the field. Listen, we need someone. That's my wish. List. It, you've, t- you've turned it to, turned it to Neil for, in, in previous shows. Neil wants us to sign everyone. Give us some give us some names. Although you've given us names, haven't you? You said about Tommy Abraham. Tommy Abraham wouldn't surprise me either. I really think he'll be on Jack's wish list. And yeah. it, it sounds stupid to say that one player sh- should have such a big say, but I think it's a very unique circumstance with Jack. He's a he's a Villa fan. Yeah. He's an absolute outrageous talent. Not many clubs yeah. have a, a one joke. player like him. 
he no. lives and breathes at Aston Villa. I think I think he's right that he has a say, and I think he's got a great relationship with Nasef from, from what I hear. I think they speak on text quite a lot. So yeah, he'll have a big say into what goes on in Who, the summer. And I will do. You probably know more of an in-depth knowledge of of in terms of players than I do across oh, the league. I play football management. Exactly. Who would you, you know, just give me three players. I'll just do, we'll just oh, do three. I'm, I'm sure we'll do in this. Give me uh, your two wingers, because I think that's that's a really important area. Two wingers and a striker that you'd like to see us go for in the summertime. Well, I'd like Tammy, because I know he, he fits in at Villa. He fits in with the way Dan Smith wants to play football. So I, I think if we can get him, I think he's a, no, he's a no-brainer. You've absolutely just put me on the spot, and I, d- I don't have any other names. I think what about I'd be surprised Chica? if two wingers what came about in. Chica? Who? Who? Oh, sorry, Rashika. I genuinely didn't hear that. Is that, that dead water? I think that boat that boat's finished. Sailed. Yeah, that, they're yeah. not going to mess around. They're not going to mess around with him again. I don't think yeah. after what happened in the summer. So no, I don't think we'll be going for him. But I mean, I'm not on the transfer committee, so. But uh, Tammy's a uh, Tammy is the one that I think every Villa fan would want to see. You'd want to see him in there, and let's hope that that does happen. Jack back for yeah. Fulham, absolutely excellent. We spent the whole podcast talking about Jack really so far. So let's talk about Fulham a little bit because me and you both like Fulham. Before we came on, yeah. we're both saying we we want yeah. Fulham to stay up. I've actually been really impressed with them. I think they had a dodgy start to the season, but I think Parker has been very clever in what he's done. He a bit like Villa last season in a way. He made sure he got the defence right, gave him a platform, and they're, they're still struggling to score goals a little bit. But they'll they'll keep clean sheets now, and they won't concede many goals, which always gives you a chance. And they've actually got some some great players going forward. I mean, talk about players that I, I, I like. I like Luckman. If they were to go mm. down, he'd, he'd be someone that, that I'd, I'd look at. I think he's only on loan, isn't he? So he's at Leipzig, but he's going to be coming back yeah. to, to the UK at some point. Guise is a talent as well. I think I think he's a player, and, and, and Guise is re- really good. Um, like yeah, with Fulham, like you know, I, Anderson, yeah, yeah, he's a player. I um, and the keeper's good. I've you know I've seen I've been down to the cottage many times. It's a, as you said, it's a great day out. Um, I've seen yeah, some great games there. Soft up, Fulham, we want to be going there next season. Soft Fulham, Soft Fulham beat Juve there actually, which was a memorable night. Just in terms of like seeing the great teams of Europe, you know, I've seen Fulham against Roma, uh, against Shakhtar, um, because when you got that kind of football on your doorstep, that was about 10, 11 years ago. Why, why would you not want to go and see teams like Roma and and and, and Juve? It was it was amazing to see Bobby Zamora absolutely tear Cannavaro apart. <laughs> Was uh was 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 quite a sight. But, um, no, I've got a lot. Of, mm, yeah, it was some game, man. Some game that was incredible. If if you haven't seen that game, go on YouTube and type in Fulham against Juventus second leg in in the uh, UF. Unbelievable. Clint Dempsey's chip, incredible. But um, yeah, th- this is a Villa podcast. Yeah, but way. we do a lot of Fulham. No, I've got lots of time for them. You know, got a lot of time for them, and um uh. As a club, I think they they uh, you know they've made some errors, let's say, over the last two three years. But I like I love Scott Parker. I got a lot of time for Scott Parker. Um, met him a few times. Actually dressed him um, for uh, a couple of, a couple, of uh, couple of magazine shoots back in the day. And um, I credit the fact that he wore the tie pin because of me. That was that was all my work. But uh, yeah, got got a lot of time. For, for Parker, I think he plays the game in, in the right way. Um, I'm glad they stuck with him when they went down. I'm glad he stuck with him in the championship, and I'm glad they've stuck with him this season. Um, the thing about the thing about Fulham is, I think he said, well, I know he said for a fact that the core players that got them up in the championship, he would give them a couple of games in the Premier League to see how they get on. People like okay, Hector no, and, 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 and do it. 
and and he just you know as Carragher said you know he was he wasn't I think that that that's one of the sound bites this season he isn't he wasn't he wasn't as sure as 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 anything that 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 that, that Fulham would would go down um and we went there and we and we we just tore them to shreds they were just they were just you know it was so easy so easy but. Uh, for sure, for sure, it's going to be a different game. They've, they've really tightened up. They've, they play some good football. They don't, they don't concede many, but they don't score. They don't score many. Um, they've probably had far too many draws as well. They're sort of victims yeah, of, of, of of too many draws. Uh, you know, if if you turn a few of those draws into wins, then they're going to be outside that that bottom three. But um, it's a really I interesting battle. I, I, well, I don't know. I don't. Uh, Tough. It's hard to call. I mean, don't get me wrong. I hope we batter them on on Sunday. But I really, I'd love to see them stay up. I think they're, I think they're a great club. Um, obviously it's a London club. We both live in London, so it's nice to go down to be able to see Villa there every, you know, every season. So, um, and yeah, I just, I just think, I, I, I think it'll be tough. I, I just have a feeling that Newcastle, Bruce being the kind of manager that he is, he seems to just get results when he really, really, really needs them. Um, and I think. I think he might just put it off, but um, I think, I think no, they've massive respect two in eighteen. So he's needed a result for a while. If they've won two in eighteen, yeah. hasn't he? And he hasn't been getting. I think they're in free fall. And I think Fulham. You can see what they're trying to do. I think they're kind of on on the up. I think they'll they'll get the wins required. Whereas I'm not sure Newcastle will. Mm-hmm. And I think I feel sorry for the Newcastle fans because their situation is absolutely horrendous. Oh, but dire. Yeah, most dire. people would like to see Fulham stay up and Newcastle go down, not because of the fans, but just because of. The manager and the owner, really. I mean, if your owner has a lack of interest in the club, you're going to struggle. So, I'd like to see Fulham stay up, to, to be honest. But yeah, we want to see, obviously see Villa rip them apart on Sunday. But it won't be that kind of game. Villa no. will be buoyant because Jack will be playing. But Fulham, as you say, that they don't concede many, but they don't score. Mitrovic has had a good international break. I'm surprised. I'm not surprised because when I watch Fulham, they're better without him. But if you'd have said to me Mitrovic wasn't going to play much football, I'd have said, well, they're they're definitely not going to stay up then because he's been their main man in the past. But he stumbled on a different mm. way of playing that with a bit more of a, a like an attack that will stretch defences. So Mitrovic hasn't really been part of it, but he's been scoring for fun in the international break for yeah. Serbia. So he might be a useful. I mean, well, if you look at their bench for a striker to bring on and our bench for a striker to bring on, I think they'll probably be the happier. Yeah, of course. Well, there's, 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 there's. I mean, most clubs in the league have got better striking options than um, than we do. We haven't got any really, but I think. I think they've got they've got a lot of talent going forward. I mean, Majes come in there and and bagged the brace against Everton. He hasn't scored since, but he's 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 a good he's a good finisher. Lukeman, I've always rated Lukeman, even from his Everton days. I was impressed. You know, I'm surprised that Big Sam actually saw them all saw them on the Leipzig. I was very surprised because even when I watched him for Everton back in the early days, a bit like he was kind of a bit like um, Ianacho. You know, where he scored the hat trick against us at Villa Park from Man City, and I was like, this guy's a player. This kid's a player, and. Um, I, I see Lukman in 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 a very similar light. Um, you know, we all know about the absolute clangor he had, um, the the, the, oh, the penalty. penalty against West Ham. But fair play to him. You know, he's um, he's he's kept them, he's 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 dug them out of a few a few holes this season. And um, on his day, he's uh, he's a very very good player. He can play on he can play on 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 both flanks and he can play through the middle. Um, Bobby Reed's a useful, another useful player. Um, he can find the back of the net. Really impressed with, uh, with your man, Jack Harrison, the uh, the midfielder they got uh, from Southampton. Um, oh. Reed, Harrison Reid. Harrison, sorry, Harrison Reid. Harrison Reid, sorry. Um, really impressed with him. Um, really, really good yeah, player. Really good technician. Yes, yeah, sort of like a like a like a like a sort of a throwback to 
like a Paul Scholes obviously hasn't got the quality, but that kind of that kind of even picks the ball up and sprays it. You know, it reminds me of Roy um, Woods at Brentford when mm, we used to arrive by him, yeah. and not just because they yeah. both got red hair, but just he's I feel he's a similar type player. I mean, I couldn't even yeah. tell you. I think Roy Woods is at Millwall now, which you wouldn't have Millwall, thought was suited him yeah, at all. Guy, but yeah, guy, right. Harrison Reid, he reminds me a little bit of him. He's been, he's been very good for Fulham. This is they've got a lot of good players. The two yeah. centre backs are very good. The goalkeepers on loan from from Paris Saint Germain. He's a he's French international. Yeah. They got a good yeah. side. I think if they stay up and made some smart signings in the summer. I think that they could go on and maybe get themselves up towards the top 10. I think they've got a chance of doing that. We're talking about Wait, all full players. They've, got, they've also got, don't forget, they've got, um, they've got Loftus-Cheek, who's a good player, um, and, and Guisa, which has been very, very good for this season. Um, so they've got talent. And now they've got players that can they can play football. They've got players that can score a goal. And they've got players that have played for big clubs and, and you know on the big stage. So it'll be a tough game, a really tough game. I mean, it's like I say it's 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 an, it's night and day from the team the team that we faced. It'll be interesting to see how many players start for them on Sunday. Then actually started for them against us at the start of the season. Yeah, Can't think there's going to be that many. Not um, many. The keeper was there, but maybe maybe four or five, if that. So. It's a tough game. It's a tough game. Um, they play good football, and they're a hard team to play against. So, if I think like like any like any game, if we can get the first goal, I'd, I'd, I'd fancy us to go on and and, um, and win the game. Especially with Jack being back, but it's um, yeah, it, it ain't gonna be it ain't gonna be easy. That's for sure. Yeah, let's talk a little bit about John McGinn. He scored a couple of goals tonight against the Faroe Islands. I've seen a lot of people saying this is what he can do when he plays number ten, but. You know what? If if any of us are playing number ten against Faroe Islands, you've got a chance of sticking the ball in the back of the net. No, no disrespect to what what John McGinn's done there. I know he scored two international goals, but replicating scoring two goals against Faroe Islands probably isn't going to happen in the in the Premier League. But we do need to get something out of McGinn because he's a crucial player for us. When when he's playing well, Villa are, Villa are a better side. It's not quite been there. Maybe. No. I mean, a lot of the time he's had to sacrifice his, his own game this season by playing deep in the midfield too. And I actually think he did, he did really, really well, like a lot of players, up until the COVID break. Since he's come back, not since, sorry, since Villa have come back from the COVID break, you could level this at a number of players, to be fair, but I hold McGinn to a high, high, higher standard than most of our other players. We need more from him, don't we? We do. We do. I mean, for me, his game of the season was probably the away game against Arsenal when he scored after 20 seconds. Just that driving run that he made. Obviously, the goal was chalked off. But I think we've we've not Chelsea seen that away from him. You know, as well. Chelsea yeah, away. yeah. I mean, he just he leads away. I thought he, he's just some great. He's just he's just some brilliant performances. Of course, he has. But um, he know himself. He know himself. He hasn't he hasn't produced the kind of numbers that he that he would like to have done. Um, especially in a team that's scoring more goals and creating more chances. But, but I think just the way he's been played, he's. He hasn't had a settled position, and, and he's definitely playing a lot deeper than he than he's used to. And I think personally, you, you know, you look at Barkley; he's really, really dropped off in form. And would you play? Would you play Sanson and Luis, and then have McGinn further forward? Uh, it's a tough call, but he certainly hasn't. He just hasn't. He hasn't got. He hasn't got the the the, the heights that he, he had last season. And um, you know, he, he's obviously had a bad injury and COVID, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, and but yeah, he just he just hasn't looked himself, and you know with, with McGinn, you, even if he doesn't play well, he he, he, gets, he gets about the pitch. You, you know he's there. He, he'll do something, he'll create something, but he just hasn't really. It just hasn't happened for him over the last sort of few months. But uh, as you said, it's not happened for anyone really. So I'm not going to dig out any any particular individual because I think as a collective, as a collective, they've been um, they've all been pretty bang average. But 
yeah, he'll know himself. He's been below. He's been below his normal standards. Um, the engine, the McGinn engine that we're used to, hasn't hasn't been there. But like I said at the start of the show, there's a few players that will come back off international duty, and hopefully with a spring of step. But hopefully looking forward to getting back on the pitch because, you know, I think this these two this two week this two week break could could, you know, could really set us up hopefully for a, a real strong a real strong finish. But Again, I mean, I'll probably get panned for this, but if I if I if I had my selection on Sunday, I would I'd go back with Jack being in the team. I'd go back to playing Louis McGinn, and then I'd, be, I'd go back to playing Barkley, um, just in behind in behind Watkins, with uh, I agree. with, with Grealish and, and Trary on 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 the flanks. I just think you know, again, he's not our player. Yes, I know he's not our player. Yes, I know he's on loan. But I just think if we can get him firing, I think he could be crucial for the last ten games because there's a player in there somewhere, and um, I'd certainly with Jack back, I'd uh, I'd like to see him set you further forward, playing the kind of role that we saw him, uh, in his in his opening game against uh, Liverpool, where he was he was quite frankly magnificent. But um, yeah, we'll we'll not talk too much about Ross Bartley because we'll uh, we'll only get absolutely panned for it. So next. No. No, McGinn and Barkley will be two that will, will benefit from Jack being back, Brian Watkins as well, to be fair, more, more than anyone. I, I'd do the same as you with regards to team selection. You, you'd like to think in this in this two-way break now that they just put their arm around Barkley a little bit, G'd him up a little bit, showed him some clips about how good he was when he first came to Villa and how much of a difference he made to the side. You know, just use that two-week time where he's not been away on international duty just to give him some love, give him some focus and hopefully set him up raring to go for the week. And I think... You'll know what Dean Smith thinks his best team is on Sunday because everyone's should be available. Yeah. Players have been away with internationals, other players have had rest, yeah. players have been trained. You know, I think everyone there, this he'll pick what he thinks is his strongest team on Sunday and yeah. the team he'll want to go into the back end of the season with. So I think it'll be interesting. I think when that team gets read out at three thirty on Twitter, oh, it's bound to be a meltdown because it's a meltdown whatever team is picked. But, yeah. but you'll know what Dean Smith's thinking is going into the last 10 games I think when you see that lineup up announced give me a prediction then, tell me what you're thinking do I have to, do I have to yeah. um, uh, 2-0 Villa 2-0 Villa I fancy uh, yeah, Watkins Watkins and Jack the bag yeah. I'm going to go I'm going to go 2-0 Villa as well, I, fan, I fancy that Lump. I'm mean, actually. I was about to say lump on two 0 but if both me and Dolan have called it, absolutely do not lump on two 0 Villa. Yeah, yeah, lump on anything but that. But yeah, I, I'm with you. I'm with you on the team selection, and I'm with you with what I think the result will be as well. Okay, we start. Give you, give you a bell. I was out for my uh, my daily walk, and uh, yeah, so I got, got to keep those, those step counts up to up to past ten thousand. But um, you were saying possibly play Jack in behind. And behind Watkins, and then you've got uh, Traore and Algazi on 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 the wings. Um, that yeah, could I mean, be could, another he, option. He could do that. algazi has been a little bit hard done by at times, but then by the same token, sometimes he's come in and not done very much. But I, I think I look at our best performances when we were on a, at that great start to the season. Yeah, I'd, I'd want to go yeah. back to that team. I just think Barkley. I think putting with Jack again, and you might they might set off a spark. Hopefully, I mean the best link up we've seen since we came back from COVID, it was probably the header yeah. against Southampton, Jack's cross yeah. into him. So, so hopefully they can link We know he's not going to, you know, we're probably not going to sign him and he's not going to no, get in I don't, the, I don't think we will. Get, and he won't get in the England squad. Um, and, you know, I've seen some articles around him today saying kind of what next for Ross Barkley, but... 
Uh, I just hope he's not one of these players that kind of drifts, that sort of drifts off um, and kind of has a bit of a, you know, a nothing sort of latter part of his career because I still think he's a quality footballer. Um, The kind of footballer I I was really excited to see and sadly it hasn't happened for him um, since January. So um, let's see what these last 10 games can bring. Hopefully the the mood lifts, the, the, the club are lifted, the players are lifted. And uh, hopefully, you know, we can at least get some fans back for that Chelsea game. That'll be oh yeah, get back in there. If we could have ten or ten or fifteen thousand for the uh, for the Chelsea game, and and then we end the season. And I think now, if you if you if you ask me where we'd finish, uh, and you offer me a top ten, I'd, I'd I'd take a top ten. I'd take a top ten now. Uh, I think that'd still be where we were. Obviously, of course, we were we were hoping for maybe a top six or a top eight, but, but top ten for me is still massive progress, massive yeah. progress, and. You know, I'm not going to let four or five games of football completely, uh, you know, dictate our entire our entire season because I think we've been too good to let uh, four or five bad performances uh, ruin the season and overshadow what's been a really really positive season. And I know again, we'll probably, we'll probably get flack for that, but that's just how that's just my opinion. You know, and everyone can have their opinion. And, Honestly, if you want to criticise the football club and criticise Dean Smith, absolutely fine. I've no problem with that. You can you can do and you can say what you want. That's the whole point of, of an opinion. That's the whole point of social media. That's why we come on here. We debate. We we give our points of view. But percent from from my from my perspective, um, I'm I'm really really excited um, about where the club's going, and I'm really positive and I'm really looking forward to 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 uh, hopefully a really exciting summer. Uh, and for me. For me, Dean Smith's the the right man. That that, that coaching team we have is is it's it's just the right blend to to bring us to bring us to that that next level. And it's all about progression. And we're certainly on certainly on the way to um, you know, to having a really really good season. And it's you know, again, ask anyone at the, at the end of the last season, would you've taken a, a comfortable top ten top twelve finish after last season? Absolutely, absolutely. You know, I. I don't want to, you know. I'm, I'm quite happy not to be in a in a relegation battle for once. It suits me. It suits me down to the ground. So, um, yeah, it's all it's all good. It's all good for me. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah, progress it's... for the for the football club for Chris Dolan not to be saying I take seventeenth. That is that's progress, I think, in my mind, and a, and a nice way to, to end the show. There will be a post match pint on Sunday after the game around 6:30 p.m. Obviously, we can't be precise because of stoppage time and things like that, but it'll be around that time in association with our good friends at Purity. And thank you as well to our good friends at Luke Roper for sponsoring this show and sorting us out with some gear that Dolan is modelling there that looks absolutely stupendous. So yeah, go on our well, website, use the code. Bought this one actually. Bought this one with the TV. Okay, I apologise. Well, yeah, go and you go and use the TVV20 TVV. 20 code, sort yourselves out some loot, rope gear, and everyone is a winner. We'll be back on Sunday. Have a good Easter up the villa. Sports Social Podcast Network. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, full work, limited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.